Here we go. T for Tango, R for Romeo, L for Lima, Mitchie Winter back into the podcast studio. I love it when you call me Big Papa because <laughs> I am back. I've got little baby Penelope. She is absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Maria, my wife. We've got a beautiful daughter. She's doing well at home and she's let me off for a couple of hours here. Lucky me and Benny live close. Benny, how you doing? Mate, very well. Congratulations, by the way, on the beautiful baby girl. I've seen a few photos now. Looking very healthy. You look stoked. You're, you look very happy to be a dad. Yeah. I'm very no. proud. <laughs> I think I'm doing very well and I'm very happy and it's nice to have a... Well, I'm having a couple of beers for the first time in the first few weeks, so uh, I'm feeling very proud about myself. Uh, a little bit tired. And I know what they mean now when uh, you're not gonna you're gonna lose a little bit of sleep. But uh, look, baby Penelope's doing well and uh, wife Maria's doing very well. So I'm back. Bruffy, get out of my chair. I'm here, all right, Bruffy. It's going to take at least like a couple of months to get you out. But uh, very good podcast last week. But uh, it was it was tough, mate, filling your shoes as uh, as the lead host over in that side of the room. I'm glad to be back on on the left side, where I can just chime in when I need to, rather than running the show. I, I did enjoy the podcast. It was very good. It was very good last week. I was getting a little bit jealous. I thought that uh, I might not make my way back in here after Bruffy. He's very, uh, he's very charismatic. I can't find myself not liking the guy. Girls out on the weekend there in Ocean Street. I don't know how you you say no to this Girls guy. do it pretty easily. <laughs> As we heard last week, don't look under the bed. And uh, <laughs> look, we're going to jump straight back in. Don't go Romeo Lima. Thanks, Bruffy, for coming in. And uh, look, it was a very good debate last week, I thought. Touch versus TRL. Benny, did you miss any points last week? Or yeah, did you cover it at all? We, we sort of had a rush through it. We'll, we'll run a bit on time because uh, a bit over time, so because Bruffy just doesn't stop talking. So we probably had a few points to get through. So you might even see Bruffy pop in uh, every now and then just to, you know, have a bit more of a debate. So I really like that. It was it was very civil. We, we both got our, our points across. We both sort of, you know, understood where the other one was coming from. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that segment. Um, we are sorry to any Oztape listeners. I had Drew Christie um, at, at um, TRL on Tuesday. He rests for us and also plays a bit of Oztag. He was a bit upset because we threw Oztag under the bus a little bit. So sorry about that, mate. We uh, we won't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You don't win friends with salad. And uh, Bruffy, I hope you enjoy that. Another Simpsons reference there. But uh, let's jump straight in. A mortal battle. And jeez, we are blowing up Facebook here. We're going to jump into Slippery Simo. Beck, the Slippery Simo versus Renee Crop. And what a huge response here. Probably our biggest response for the women, straight up. Possibly, yeah. It was a big seesaw as well. We, we started off um, with Simo out, out in the lead pretty much the whole week. Uh, I think it happened with Dwayne as well. Maybe similar tactics here. Uh, so Simo out in the lead, probably maybe 70, 80 in the lead most of the week. And then just today, we had a big shift. Renee got a big following and uh, she's actually 40 ahead at the moment. And due to my um, technical skills, I've actually put the post on to finish tomorrow at three o'clock. So, mate, Beck still has a chance to claw her way back. Can you see it happening? I definitely can. It's been topsy-turvy the whole way through. I don't know when the, the podcast going going to come out. Probably right on if you get the editing going, but probably not, would you say? 
No, yeah, well, it's three it. o'clock tomorrow. I normally get it out by lunchtime, and we're, we're recording very <laughs> early today, seeing as you're off work. So, mate, this will be out early, early Friday, I think. There you go. If you jump on and you see the podcast come out, whether there's any posts, I don't know whether any prompting's going to happen here, but uh, at the moment, looks as though, who have we got? Benny there, who's in front slightly at the moment? We have Renee in front by about 40 votes at this point in time. Nothing in it. No. And that's been topsy-turvy. So Beck and Renee, very, very open there. The winner is going to take on Gemma Collins, the juggernaut of the women's division. Good luck. Sign up the campaign manager there for uh, maybe talk to the king of the north there because I don't know who's going to take down Gemma. That was a huge vote there. But Beck and Renee still going at it. Very, very close. The boys, Jaden and Josh. Yeah. This one's all over Red Rover. Um, Jade and Vivi got up in the end. We, I think it was maybe 52% to 48. Was that right? Yeah. Oh. We'll scroll down and have a quick look there. Yeah, 58. 58 to 42%. So um, Jade and Vivi running away with it. J- just over 80 votes ahead. Uh, it's another tight one. The two local legends. Joshy was uh, the Sunny Coast local legend. Jade and Vivi, big, very big up there um, at Rockhampton. Very well known. Very well liked. Runs the competitions, things like that. Um, so, mate, there's, there's obviously a big following up in Rockhampton because Gemma Collins got a big following from them as well. So I'm glad to hear we've got a lot of listeners up there. And, uh, yeah, so it, it could even be two Rocky players in the final at the end. Yeah, well, we'll cover that. Well, well, Gemma, obviously I was listening last week that she came in with the juggernaut of support there, Jaden. No one's going to back against this bloke here. Jimmy, if you're listening, you might need to sign up a third or fourth campaign manager here because I reckon if you can get through your semi here, Jaden has got to be the guy that might be able to take the King of the North down. What do you reckon, Benny? Uh, it sounds like you're already counting Jazzy out. Jazzy, oh. Jazzy's very well known around Terrell. There's some support very, managers happening. He, he didn't have a lot of votes last time. I think maybe... Um, you know, just versing Reese, they thought, thought he had it in the bag, being old teammates, um, Jazzy being around for a lot longer. Um, so, mate, Jazzy will get a lot more votes and, and come very, very well in the polls this week. So don't count him out. But Jimmy obviously does have that, that very good backing. Uh, who was, was it? Um, who? Jimmy's. Borgert. Sam Borgert. Sammy Borgert. Sammy Borgert. Well, he, he Rallying around manager. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, I think he's got a few there, though. That's what makes me worried. If I was if I was taking on Jimmy, I reckon he's got about four or five campaign managers there in the back pocket, and this is what he lives for. He's going to be taking down this. If you're the first ever immortal, I mean, what kind of bragging rights is that? Jimmy, he's going to be hard to take down. Jazzy, I mean, the Queensland captain for as long as I could remember, mixed captain, and uh, we can head to the other semi, Dwayne versus Jaden. If Dwayne can take some of those supporters there, if South and West can work together there, which I think they might for this one. I don't think Dwayne's a polarising character. Could be the first time ever South and West work together. Yeah, well, they're going to have to take on Jaden because he took a whole heap of votes there. He's taking down Joshy, a very popular figure there in the Sunshine Coast. So, look, it could be anyone there. It's Jimmy... Jazzy in the first semi-final. It's Dwayne and Jaden in the second semi-final. Ben, are you going to pop any votes on there before we head in there? Any tips? No, no I haven't voted once because um, I'm pretty good friends with most of all these guys. Um, so I, I couldn't uh, throw votes anywhere. But, uh, it's going to be two good semi-finals either way. Uh, over to the girls, we've got Amanda Izza taking on Cat Topping from our, our old segment, Cat Chat. So And she, as we saw in, in her quarter... 
she um, had a big following, got got a lot of votes around her, so she'll be hard to beat. Amanda is obviously one of the best players in our game, taking down Kirst, Kristen Gibbs in probably the, the toughest quarterfinal out of the eight. Um, so that's going to be a massive semifinal. Gemma Collins v whoever wins out of Beck and, and uh, Renee. Topsy-turvy. Hackett and Thorpe. Going stroke to stroke, these two. Have we got a live update there? I know you've got a technical difficulty. So they've got till Friday afternoon yeah. till 3 p.m. Friday. What have we got there? What's what's thought? What's Hackett? As we live and breathe right now, Renee is on 379 and Beck Simo, Beck Slippery Simo, 335. So what's that? 44 votes. Renee up slightly. Yep. Is that the first time Renee's taken the lead there? Yeah, yeah, she's been behind the whole whole day, whole week, and uh, finally got on top, got a few followers. Good on you. Good. Kitchen sink behind it there. Hopefully Renee hasn't run out there and, and Slippery Simo's got a couple of supporters to come in there at the back end due to Benny's deep hot there of support. But everyone sees it there. It doesn't mean we need to run this again because you can see when that poll is going to end. We've got 40 votes in it at the moment there. The winner's going to take on Gemma Collins, the juggernaut of the women's division. But uh, look, have we got anything further to... Do I get behind you, your local, your local lady? No, I think I think you'll still see a lot of votes coming in here. I think we'll be up over a thousand votes by uh, the end of tomorrow. A lot of a lot of late swing votes come in usually, so uh, could be anyone's game there. I'm not going to tip either way. Well, good to see you. you're going to hear this coming out hopefully by lunchtime tomorrow. Putting Benny under pressure there for the editing. Tell you what, this just doesn't happen. This podcast does it. There's a whole lot of man work behind it. A whole lot of, of labour happening to actually get this out to the listeners. Benny, do you reckon we'll be out by lunchtime tomorrow? Easy. Easy. All right. I'm getting better as we every week. Getting better at <laughs> editing. I'll just try not to say anything wrong here. Okay, yeah. here we go. Now we're heading into. Our region in focus. I know we were talking about it last week. Well, I wasn't, but uh, I did listen. I heard you and Bruffy. Melbourne, we're finally going to get around to talking about Melbourne. Yeah, so I've got a little bit of info on them. I didn't didn't uh, get an email back from Dylan down there in uh, in Melbourne, but I got a little bit from Godfather uh, Tommy. So, mate, he, uh, it's obviously Dylan and Rach there that, that run TRL Melbourne. They started from scratch, so no teams. No one had even heard about TRL down in Melbourne uh, back in 2018. So just, uh, what, maybe two years ago now, or one and a half years ago, really. Um, mate, they started with 11 teams in their first season, I believe. And as we stand, they're over 45. They're always around that, you know, between 45 and 50 team mark. So massive competition. You know, we're, we're at only around about 60 at the moment at Sunny Coast, but we've been going for almost four years. So um, massive uh, props to, to Dylan Rage for getting that up and going in such a short time. Um, I've, I've had the, uh, the pleasure of meeting both of them. Uh, at the Franchisee Awards last year where, where these guys took it out because of their, the great work they've been doing. Um, really nice people. They're really passionate about TRL. So uh, TRL Melbourne's only going to go up and up. You'll you'll see them up around the 100 team mark in no time, I'm sure of it. Um, they, they run competitions at Flemington, Hawthorne and a place I know nothing of, Dandenong. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I believe so. Dandenong. Dandenong. Standing on, yeah. So, mate, yeah, um, they're they're also building a big presence at the representative level. I um, I got to referee these guys. I forget who they were playing, um, but they had a massive, a really good game, um, and it was really tight. They'll be massive this year. Oh, I'm sorry, next year in 2020, at at uh, the Oz Chance. 
Yeah, well, so we're going to hit some of those best ever referee calls you've ever heard as a referee very, very soon. So I'm sure Dylan probably threw a couple at you uh, that afternoon. So we'll be interested to hear. But uh, any special mentions there? Melbourne, who are their top players there in the rep scene, the local scene, Benny? Who, who have you got for us? Melbourne, TRL. Obviously, we'll talk about Gemma Collins. Uh, they've adopted her from Rocky. Um, we, we've talked about her being one of the best girl players in the game in the mixed competition. There's also Laura Humphreys that's been shouted out, Bindi Lee Fox, and a name that I may get wrong, Din, Dinadu Dan. Dinadu Dan. One of the greats. With a name like that. Dinadu Dan. We'll call him DD. One of the greats. Double Ds. Double Ds. Watch out, for, watch out for these guys at the next Oz Champs. They'll be carving. Beautiful. Hey, Melbourne, good on you. Now, here we come. We want to jump into a quick little topic here. Bonus points. Now, this is one where you're jumping into your local season, even into your rep season. It's one where how do you get extra points coming into games? It's uh, It seems if someone juts you out of a semi-final, if there's one or two points, that someone beats you by a jersey bonus point. I wore the right shirt throughout the whole season. All of us wore the right shirt throughout the whole season. Now we're going to beat you into the semi-final. I lost by one in a game. I get a bonus point. We scored five tries in a game. We get a bonus point. They're the three that list at the moment. What we want to discuss now is whether these need to be here or whether we've got some others that we can replace them, whether we add to it, take away. Just to recap, if you lose by one point at the moment in your local season and rep, these both apply. Benny, am I right? Local season and rep? Correct. The only one that doesn't apply at rep is, of course, the uniform one because everyone's already in uniform. You'd hope so. So every five tries you score, and if you lose by one, maximum of three bonus points, I believe. Yeah. Maybe two at rep. Okay, okay. So we've got every five tries you score, one bonus point. Now, we're just trying to see there whether there's any others we can go on there. Is there... Look, we... Jeez, I'll tell you what. We'll throw it to you, Benny. There's a few questionable ones here, but uh, is there, there sportsmanship? Shorts, mascot, packing up the markers. Right. Packing up the markers. I didn't give you much to work with here. I've got to take this on the chest here because uh, I, I didn't give you too many suggestions here. But packing up the markers... Well, if you play in the last game, you back up the markers. But it's like, I don't mind it. Well, mate, <laughs> literally all, all you said to me before the the <laughs> podcast, I said, mate, what are you going to talk about? You said, oh, let's talk about bonus points. You know, do we need them? What, what other ones could we have? And, mate, these are the ones I could come up with. I, I, do you have any others? Do you have better ones? Probably not, actually. I, do, I, I just wanted to throw it to the, the listeners there. I think um, every five tries is good if you lose by one good it's it's sort of the same as super rugby if you look at if you're looking at a, a super rugby format if you score a few tries or you're losing by uh, seven points there i don't know i kind of want to just throw it out to the listeners there yeah. ben have you got any as we're speaking here i i can't kind of think of kick tries i'm trying to think on my head there if you cut out passes i'm trying to think of things off the top of my head here bonus points good looking people on the team yeah actually hold on (laughs) maybe we might have something there and that that might come into uh to our next topic there look we'll probably wrap it up there because i've got nothing there for i think that now at the moment i think losing by one is good you know you've almost won you've sorry you've almost got a draw give them a point just just for being so close uh, every five tries, yeah, I'm happy with. I, I'd be happy with maybe just one bonus point for every five because you don't want teams belting them by 10. So 
I would probably cap it at one for the, the every five tries. I'm really happy about the jersey bonus point. Makes the, the comp look a lot better. So I'm all for that one. Mate, yeah, the other ones I threw out, sportsmanship, you know, if if we were to go down the avenue of, of getting extra bonus points, if you have really good sportsmanship, I don't know, or one one bonus set point per game, which team gets which team is more sportsmanlike? I don't know. I'm not I'm not endorsing this at all. <laughs> the one that wins, I reckon, would be more sportsmanlike. Look, I reckon I'll throw a fair shout out there. Uh, kick tries. If if you can get I don't know, two or three, what would be the limit? Two or three kick tries, four, five kick tries in the game. Do you get a bonus point? I know you're getting rewarded for that at the rep level for for two tries already. If you can reward the kick even more, I know we want to differ ourselves uh, from touch. Really enjoyed that debate the other week, by the way. Uh, Good work, Ravi and Benny. But uh, kick tries is the only thing I can think of there. If you get three in a game, maybe get an extra point. What do you think? Are you getting rewarded enough? Um, Local level, maybe. I don't know. Well, it, it makes more kicking. I guess I think it's a bit hard work for the referee to jot down how many kick tries were scored throughout the game. Uh, you know, they might be cause a lot more controversy than it will do good. So I would probably keep it as it is. Maybe uh, the one I chucked in there, mascot. I like the sound of that. If you have a team that's committed enough to bring a mascot down, and they have to be fully suited, they have to be cheering on the sideline. Maybe even some chants. I'm all for giving... I'd, I'd give a team a point for that. Each game. Point each game? Yep. If you had, if you had someone Close committed step. enough to come down and cheer for your team in a suit and make a dick of yourself, I'm giving you a point. I'll tell you what, South and West have just cleaned up the whole division. Good luck, the rest of Australia, because I can see a mascot coming down without even a bonus point being thrown in there. So uh, I don't mind it. Look, bonus points, if you've got anything for us, we'll discuss it next week. It's it's something interesting because really it can turn it, especially these rep carnivals. If you can get through, sometimes it's four and against, you're playing three or four games, and then next thing you know, you know, look, I didn't, we won two and drawed one, and we've missed out on semi somehow. So bonus points are massive, and it's uh, it's something we need to discuss. If there's anything else you can think of, throw it up on the socials, but uh, damn us, Benny, anything else there? Bonus points? No. no. All good. Maybe shorts, that's the only other thing I had. If, you, if you're all wearing the same shorts as well, maybe you get another bonus point, but Local level. Yeah, local level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, coming into rep level there, 2020 state champs. We've got the big preview happening. Got the info coming in for anyone who's lucky enough to uh, to own a franchise there. Maybe you'll get a bit of info coming through. And thank God I've got one of those guys in the office here today. The, the office. The podcast studio. Look at the booth. Let's see. We've got 2020 state champs preview. Where are we going to play it? Mate, it's back at Beanley for the second year in a row um, down at Bill Norris Oval there. Really nice fields. They've even got the access to the, I think they're soccer fields right at the top. You you keep talking about Kiwana having the best fields in in Australia. I think those soccer fields at Beanley are probably the best fields in Australia. April 17 to 19, am I correct in saying? That is correct. A few days after my birthday. So if you want to bring your present down, no worries. (laughs) I'll take that. So same as you had as per the last chance, you got men's mixed and women's QPL. QPL. You are tired. Yeah, I'm doing well. Men's mixed and women's QPL, men's and mixed cup, and men's 30s. Yep. Now, one of the big talking points here, I don't want, do we take all the credit for this? Or some of the credit? At least 50%. 
I think we take 100% of the credit here. Six on the field in mix. Three men, three women on the field. Benny, yeah. we did it. I, I don't know if we gave an early, uh, like a bit of a leak last week, but we, we mentioned this on the show last week. Paulie Hasman was saying, should there be three girls and three boys in the field? We all said yes. We had a chat about it last week. And then a week later, we get an email saying it's going to be six on the field and mixed. Beautiful. Is there anything else? What about the dropout over halfway? Any word? No, no word on that yet. We're still working on it. What about the 88? Coming. Coming soon. I go to the hospital one week and we get one thing through. We've got three or four things we've got to pass through. Godfather, Prince. Mate, I'm coming, I've got a bit of free time now. We've got a bit of power at Tango Romeo Lima here now, so... Six, we'll I'll take six, six on the field. It we'll seems take. as though whatever we say happens, so... Six on the field we'll take for now. Free beers at full time? Do I dare say that? Bonus point. Bonus point. If you provide beers to the other side at half time. At half time? Full time. time. You can't play while it's just That's a rule. That's a bonus point. You might win the game. All right. Now, we're cracking down on eligibility. Eligibility. Thank you. No worries. Eligibility. Eligibility? Eligibility. So, you... It's always, well, in the last few seasons, it's been a rule that you must play within your region within the last two seasons. Uh, In some cases, you might need to provide proof of this. Um, Premier League players can't play cup division, which which hasn't been policed. So we had players playing cup mix and playing Premier League men's, things like that. That's going to be ruled out. 30s is included as a cup division. So if you play Premiers, forget about playing cup at all Benny. you can however play no 30s for you Benny no. <laughs> well I could just play 30s can't play both no I'm happy to play 30s good they've probably brought that that's the Benny Matic rule there no 30s Premier League and 30s anyway continue sorry mate um, you can however play mixed Premier League and men's Premier League or vice versa mixed cup 30s cup men's cup Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, Queensland and New South Wales. This has been, and I really I really enjoyed you guys discussing it there because it needs to be prestige around who gets named out of these sides. And, and uh, look, there's people that come in each season. You don't know who they're going to be. You can't pick people from a name basis. And, look, State of Origin is just going to be the same people each year. But it looks like it's been a big change this year. Uh, not a big change. Like they, they always chose the teams from this per se. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot more uh, prestige around the team like we were talking about last week you know if it, you must play at this competition basically to get picked there may be a few circumstances where you can submit you know I was injured or I couldn't make the team I couldn't make the comp blah, blah, blah. but the majority it's going to be picked from uh, performance at this competition I believe allegedly Allegedly. I've, I've worked out if I say allegedly, I clear myself of anything that happens in the opposite direction. I'm just pulling Benny off the fence there and just uh, pulling on one side of the other there. But uh, look, from my angle, it's it's got to be someone, if you see they're performing well that year, they've got to be selected for Queensland or New South Wales. They've got to be selectors there. I know it's someone doing it probably on a volunteer basis. Probably the people that are selecting are probably playing. It's it's just got to be more prestige. As, as, as soon as I heard Bruffy saying it last week, it's uh, it's something that certainly needs to be done. And if you've got good players coming in, I've got people who you know love TRL. It's 
coming from Brisbane up to the coast, people love playing TRL. They play their rep seasons and they go, am I going to get selected for Queensland this year? And you, you almost... I don't know, you're shaking your head sometimes to go, I hope you do if you play well. You've almost got to make the grand final, make it on the live stream to be selected. But I'd like to have people around the fields. What can you do, Benny? Is it volunteers? You've got to get there on the basis, maybe VMs or people have got to be looking out for people who are actually playing well if you don't make the grand final. Let's get the best Queensland New South Wales players selected. What do you think? in an ideal world, you know, you have someone, someone's job is to choose a team but it doesn't work like that because obviously, like you said, people are playing. You know, it is a volunteer job, but you're not getting paid for it. So, and you also need players that that know what they're talking about, know what they're looking for, know how to create a, a good team. No bias. No bias as well is a big one. Um, so, you know, as a, as a franchisee, like I probably wouldn't be a selector because I'd probably have bias towards Sunny Coast, or or it would seem that way anyway if I chose a bunch of Sunny Coast players. Um, so, you know, they, there's a very select few that they can choose from. Um, the ones that do it always do a really good job. I know Joe from um, from Wynnum last year did a really good job um, of spearheading that campaign. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough job. And this this year, I think you'll see a lot more um, again prestige around the jersey and like people that want to play for it, people that want to go and train, you know, want to get better, want to develop as the team rather than the people that just, you know think that they're good enough to turn up on the day and, and win a competition because it doesn't work that way. So, um, yeah, that's how it'll work this year, I think. I'm hoping. Yeah, spot on. I think with um, with structuring the season throughout the year and how it goes state champs to Oz champs to rep carnivals, as you said, there we've got a World Cup coming up, then it's going to be a two-year break until the next one. Origin's going to be something that happens every year. Am I right in saying that there? Is that the plan uh, at the moment? There? I, don't, I don't run the show there, so I, I, maybe every year, I think. Surely. I, I haven't heard it otherwise. So Surely it would be. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a good comp. So hopefully New South Wales get a few wins under their belt next year. Pull some big names in. Look, all right, I'll see how I'm going. Look, I've got no bias anyway, except for the Sunshine Coast slightly. I'll pick the rep sides. I'll take the flack. And that's the big thing too. You don't want to be – you'd probably get some good people that want to select it, and then you get the flack. If people find out who's selecting those sides – Geez, they cop it. Left, right and centre, even if they're doing the best job they can, if you find out that there's any kind of link there to a region, even if, say, myself picking a team, they go, look, you live at the Sunshine Coast now, you used to be in Brisbane, you've got nothing to do with, you know, Melbourne or far north Queensland or whatever, Gold Coast, and I don't select people I don't know, you're just going to cop it. It's kind of a, a lose-lose scenario there for people who select it. So do you keep it under wraps? Are they selectors that maybe that people... You don't know who's selecting, but Anonymous. then again, it doesn't help the scenario. Of people going, how do we fix this? So, well, man, I know if you don't select me in your team, you might not have a job next year. So, just keep that in mind. Look, uh, you Benny, you're slowing down a lot this year, right? I tell you what. So, look, play well. We'll see how we go. No, I've I've been talking a lot about retirement. So, if I can get out of it, I, I might not even play uh, rep footy this year. We'll see how we go. That's how you keep yourself in for one more year. That's a Paul Gallon kind of line there, mate. You're keeping yourself in for one more year. And uh, we've got a new apparel sponsor. Yeah, mate, Emu um, and, and their, their sub-company EV2, they've taken on the job. Uh, they've taken over from Classic. Mate, it sounds like uh, they'll, they'll be really good for us. Um, I've, I've dealt with Emu a little bit. Uh, they've always always been really uh, professional. They've, they've done really good designs for us. So, mate, look out for some really cool designs. We've actually started doing our designs for 
the sunny coast lost this season uh, this this week sorry we did it uh, Shelby got on the on the Photoshop and was was throwing it around I'll show you a bit later but um, uh, yeah it's uh, it's all looking good actually I'll show you now what do you think Mitchy bring it up you can get this is. in time because all I can shackles. remember all I can remember from working in the head office that Ben and Shelby are really good to deal with but uh, the only time they blow off is that their uniforms are always late <laughs> it's uh, made it like it we've got a wave happening across oh don't give away too much alright sorry I'll steal right, it I don't know Jeez, we got shuckers, we got uh, waves, we got things happening here. I won't say too much, but that is a belter. Sunny Coast are normally at the front. One of Shelby's best. I'm hoping they come in on time because they look great. We're pulling up the VDF, but uh, look, let's see. Emu, all the best here. If you don't get in on time, I'm going to call you out for it because that seems to be the, the genuine problem there for anyone. We've always got good designs and they don't come in on time, but uh, Emu... Uh, they're also doing polos, hoodies, socks, backpacks, caps, things like that. So I think you're going to see a lot more merchandise around the fields with uh, with EMU. So run fast, run strong. If you're late, I'm calling you out, EMU. All right? <laughs> gotcha. Now, uh, we're going to just finish off here. After party. Yeah, we all... At the ground. Yeah, we always love an after party. This year, it's at the ground, so you don't even have to go anywhere. Everyone's already there. They're already... You know, stoked about the weekend. They've, they've played X amount of games. Everyone's fanging for a beer. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. It's going to be like a almost like a silly Sunday, I think. Jeez, I tell you what, know, especially I'm, for the finalist teams, the ones that have just won a grand final, they're getting straight on the beers. They're doing nudie runs if you haven't haven't uh, scored a try. I tell you what, it's making me stressed just thinking about it. I've come off the roller coaster of just having a baby, and this is making me stressed just thinking about it because this is baby making formula. You come in, you play your tournament. We've got fit individuals here, boys and girls, and we're going to be running around fields doing nudie runs. Oh, I tell you what, it's not easy having these babies. So all the best to you guys. If you're going to make babies here at Emu Norris Ground, Emu Norris, Bill Norris Ground. Emu Norris, wow. You are delirious. I'm I'm not there, but uh, look... Use protection. Good defense. Good defense is all I'm going to say. Make sure you're protecting your friends out there because uh, it's... No grubbers through. Yeah. Don't let anything through. Don't let anything through because it's it's a war out there. You and, say uh, you don't want a baby, mate. I've already Have got one. Is not listening to I've this. already got one. And I'll tell you what, if... It, if they're going to let everyone run around Bill Norris Oval afterwards, and I've seen some of these TRL players, they go hard. We're going to have some of the best TRL players coming out of this tournament. Me and Benny are going to be at the grounds. We're going to be reporting on what's happening that night and who's running around with who. And we're going to be inundated. It's probably going to take us a few months to report on. Jeez, uh, we've got a huge state champs. We'll have some stories from that. I'm sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> 2020. Whew. We'll wrap that one up before I get too stressed. Let's finish on um, on a, a bit of a funny one. We popped up throughout the week. You know the best calls that you've seen or heard directed at a referee. Mitch, you you're a referee. I'm a bit. Of, I'm a referee sometimes. We've heard a few in our time. Do you, do you have any that you've you've heard? You know, maybe at the Calandra comp. Now Calandra comp's pretty good actually. Mitch or maybe a few more loose-lipped individuals. Have you heard any good ones there or? Just the same old boring ones. Yeah. Spec savers. Maruchidor, they're, they're a little bit more aggressive than Calandra Comp. All I can remember is uh, 
look, that was a great game until you made that call. And that's probably something that happens late in the game. Look, we're all having a great time. Well, that was a great game until you stuff that up or... Look, Making you feel guilty. Yeah. The guilt trip. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing big time here because... Uh, Look, the more seasons you ref, I start to put my foot down a bit more and start subbing. I think I was talking about a game in B grade or C grade last week where uh, if I cop one step swear word, then uh, I'm going to send them off. But I haven't got too many good ones here. What did you get sent in, Benny? Um, we only had a few good ones sent in. A lot of them were really boring, actually. A lot of them were like, you know, the the ones that popped up on the, the pitch, like, you know, oh, what was that call? Are you kidding? Rah, rah, rah. But so, mate, the two good ones that we had sent in um, were from Tyson, um, Tyson Bruff from the show last week. Mate, check your phone because you've missed a few calls. I like that one. It's very good. It's good. You got to think good. about it. Uh, a phone has calls. I miss some calls. Very funny. I'm on the back foot if someone says that. No, <laughs> I'm gone. You've just got to laugh. It's too clever. It's too clever. I haven't heard that on the field, but very, very good. Um, and Sean Hooper, mate, are you a comedian? Because that was a joke. Well, that call was a joke. Probably the two best ones came from the Sunny Coast players. So it's yeah. obvious that who, who the funny ones are of um, TRL world. Matty G. I think I'll take uh, Matty good enough. Is he good enough? Is he a great? He's pretty good. Maybe he's good enough. He's good enough. <laughs> he's he's well enough. What's his What's his favourite? To any any call you get wrong, you can't be serious. You cannot be uh, serious. What game are you watching? It's just it's pretty much. I think he's just watching John McEnroe as he gets ready for a game each week. He ties his shoes. Um, he's aspiring to be Johnny. Thank you very much, Johnny McEnroe. Mate, I've I've got a few that I I use every now and then. Some more than others. I, I like to say, uh, mate, you're having a Barry, which um, a lot of the time they don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you don't know what Cockney slang is or Cockney rhyming slang, it's you're having a Barry Crocker, having a shocker. So um, it's a good way to get away with it. If you're having a Barry, he goes, he starts thinking like, what, what's he talking about? And um, you know, I've basically told him he's he's a terrible referee. I don't say it a lot. I like referees. I think they do a good job. Just every now and then, you have to uh, keep them honest. Mate, um, the other one uh, that I used to use as a young fella, did, did you get your referee badge out of a cereal box? Not bad. Yeah? Not bad. I heard that one from Jack Reed, actually, back in uh, my early touch days. Uh, he said that to a referee and I lost it. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Uh, mate, one that if you want to get sent off, here's a yes. really good one. All right. Brace yourselves here because this is one of the greats. Oh, I heard this as a young you fella. Listen the whole way. This is worth listening for. <laughs> here we go. I, I heard this one as a young fella at a rugby league game. Someone yelled out, mate, your whistle must be dick flavoured because you haven't kept it out of your mouth all game. Woo! <laughs> How good is that? Get that up, yeah. If you, were, if you were a referee and someone said that to you, what is your response? Put the whistle in the pocket, shake his hand, and I'm out of there for the night. Get have, in my car. You'd have to blow it again to, to pull it up, and then you, you've it's, made his point. It's checkmate. It's checkmate. You get out of there, I go home, I look after my family, and I end my refereeing career. Game's yeah. over. Thanks for, thanks for the, uh, the memories, guys. I'm out of here. <sighs> oh, it's great. There's no if, you, if you made it this far, your whistle must be dick flavored because you haven't kept it out of your mouth all game. I don't advise Woo! using it if you want to stay on the field, and I, I haven't used it on the field yet. I haven't had to. I've had pretty good referees, um, but oh, it may make an appearance. Stop it. Look, best of luck to everyone. Hey, give it a go this week. <laughs> everyone, just give it one go and see how you go, and just see if they give you a warning. Try it a second time. If you get sent off, good refereeing. But if you stay on, good playing. Good playing. 
it's a it's a win-win yeah it's a win-win if anyone done well i think uh we'll wrap that one up in a box now a big one we want to look at for the future we're coming to the end of this podcast immortal battle is going to be our focus for the next three weeks we've got semi-finals happening for those both boys and girls and then we're going to have our first ever immortal for men's first ever immortal for women's they're going to be into the hall of fame we'll put them up on our wall here of our uh, the untouchables i'm not seeing a few names there anyway they're going to be the first era mortals the one we're going to be looking at though is because it's coming to the end of 2019 we need to do our tango romeo lima awards for the year there's only going to be a couple uh there's going to be best wing for the year both men's and women's best center best half best fullback i like it give uh, give shout outs to those those good players so is this is this purely based on skill or is it you know, what they give to the game, like the Immortals battle, or how we how we criteria this. I think there's a whole lot around it. Obviously, rep level is going to play a huge part of this. More Must so. Yep. More so. So, if you're playing uh, origin level, Australian, New Zealand, international level, if you're playing for your, um, I guess, your region, anyone who sends us a DM here for best wing, best centre, best halfbacks fullback we're going to put a maybe a post up i think we should put up there we'll put something up. i'll work it out i don't know the logistics of it yet i don't know about posts because i don't but we want to keep it nice and secret we want the top two we're going to put our top two poll up for each award and it's going to be voted on we're going to pull it into the end of 2019 maybe not a a public poll (laughs) direct message you're thinking too much about it we'll work it out We'll get the best way possible. Can't wait to sleep soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're already asleep. You're just sleep talking now. But so uh, no, we'll have a team of the year. We'll give a few shouts to the best players of our game. It's going to be very tough because there's so many good ones. Um, so yeah, watch out for that when the uh, immortal battle finishes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having us again. Mate, it's good to be back. Mate. Big Papa's back. Great to have you back, Big Papa. <laughs> Hope you uh, you don't uh, leave us anytime soon. You, you've got at least nine months left in you before you have another baby, at least. Absolutely. No, we're feeling good. We're feeling good, I think. I'm speaking with both of us. But, uh, Ruffy, thanks last week for, for filling in. You're welcome anytime. And, uh, Benny, thanks for having us back in, mate. On you, mate. Uh, and uh, see you later, listeners. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Booyah!